Hello and welcome. We are here live in the Bell Bank Pento studio with the lovely Wendy Gimple from Keller Williams in Stillwater. She actually, she showed up. She, she showed actually up. showed up. We've, <laughs> we've been talking to up. Wendy forever. Wendy, when are you going to be on the podcast? I'm here. And she's here. Yeah, <laughs> it's your here. lucky day. Yes. Well, I told you, I even, uh, I was a little late, actually, to, our listeners should know, because I had to get a haircut and get my nice clothes on because I knew Wendy was going to be here. Yeah, I'm <laughs> so, like, hello, Linda. I'm here. Let's go. <laughs> let's get, to, to quote Wendy, let's get this over with. So let's get this over with. <laughs> let's, let's go. The other voice is my wingman, Mr. Stieg Sandell. Hey-o. <laughs> Hey-o. So, Wendy, you've been an agent for how long? Um, I was licensed in 2012. 2012, wow. April. You rose to stardom really fast. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that, but yeah, about 10 years. Wow. Going into my 11th. Yeah. Now, you just got back from Mexico. Mm, I did. Was that a business trip or a pleasure trip? It was a pleasure trip. <laughs> okay. It was. And every time I go away, I always try to sell something. So I did. <laughs> What'd you sell? I, I had a super amazing little townhouse in Matamidi and oh. sold that way we were gone. So it's always wow. fun. <laughs> COVID. God bless COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Doing business on the beach. On the beach. Yep. Love it. What are you seeing in the market right now? You know, everyone we talk to, Steve and I talk to, they are inventory is low. But how do you somehow seem to sell all these houses in a market like this? What's the what's the secret or what do the what do sellers and buyers not know that are thinking about selling oh, right now? I don't know about what they don't know. I just think that it's just so competitive for listings between agents and for buyers. I listed a house in St. Paul two weeks ago and we had I think 52 showings in two days and 18 offers holy cow yep what offer won and why so it isn't necessarily always the highest price because we also have to worry about appraisal we have to worry about inspections but the offer that the seller ended up going with was an offer that was well over list price and I had the agent put in writing that the buyer would cover any discrepancy between purchase price and appraised value Mm -hmm. so that we didn't have to deal with that later and that would come back to bite us. And I spoke with the lender. The lender called me. He was great. There's a lot of things that go into it, but ultimately for this guy, it was the closing date and the purchase price and then really not having any contingencies because they got rid of any appraisal contingency and they waived their home inspection. Well, see, now there we get a peek at expert realty in action because we've seen situations like that in this market where people have to make offers, you know, within 20 minutes of seeing a house because there's so many offers and they don't think through it. And then the seller's got to look at all these and we've seen people don't forget to address the appraisal or they'll give a $5,000 gap and it's like I'm sorry if you're gonna run a I had it priced where it should be and the market put us 40,000 over that but if you're gonna go that high then you have to be able to back that up on your own because it was marketed where it should have been and the market is what decides what your home is worth not me or the seller it's the buyer so just being able if you're gonna run it up that high you have to be able to stand behind that because that shortfall is not going to be my seller's problem when we get a low appraisal because the appraiser is going af- after what is closed and that's what I looked at when I priced the house. Wow. Right, yeah. And when you get into s- unique situations like that in unique markets, you need someone to kind of shepherd you through. Yep. Because that's, I mean, that's not a cut and dry type of situation, so you need to well, someone like... 
And I was talking to somebody else and 10% of the agents do 90% of the deals, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're working in a market like this, you probably have a 90% chance that you're getting an agent that is probably could be their first time, second time, fifth time, and really don't know what they're doing. So it is so important to hire a professional that knows what they're doing and does this full time and is not their first rodeo and can protect you and negotiate through all those things that you're not necessarily thinking about. Sounds familiar to the lending world. Yeah, I'm kidding, yeah. That's definitely the truth. We see so many people engage in purchase or selling activity, and we have to sometimes think, geez, <laughs> I know you maybe saw their name on something, but they just don't do a lot of transactions. And throughout the transaction, inexperience comes out, unfortunately. And experience is, in my opinion, what a customer pays for when they do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, just, I just closed a $1.2 million Actually, when I was gone too. Well, and they <laughs> and were. Small I do. I, I I'm listing yeah. one for two thirty. That's the one that yeah. I'm. That's going to go on on the fourth. So, but those people they interviewed. You know, they interviewed three agents, and I just said to them, you know, when you're done with this, you're going to love me. And she was like, that's what did it for them because they had sold. They'd sold many houses. He was Steve, a physician. We're going to use that. You're going to love me. <laughs> so when we were done with it, she, I just got her Zillow review and she was like, yep, she was right. So literally the week before closing, we had an issue where there had been a leak that no one knew about. And there was some mold underneath a piece of furniture. So when they were moving out, they found it and she was hysterical. And I'm like, nope, this is what we're going to do. This is who we're going to call. Here's my carpet guy. We found the carpet that was still being manufactured. We got it rushed. We got everything done. We had a mold company come in and remediate everything. I have a handyman that works only for me. He got all of the drywall fixed, all the trim put back up. And we literally closed on time and everybody was thrilled. But she was like, how are you so calm? And I'm like, listen, nobody got diagnosed with cancer today. We're going to get through it. You know, it's Everybody's got to just, cool heads will prevail. Wendy reminds me, now Brad's younger than Wendy and I, but Wendy <laughs> reminds me of a character. Have, have you seen the movie Pulp Fiction? Uh, you know, I've never seen the whole thing. Oh, you have Ever, oh, no. Good movie. Well, there's, uh, Harvey Keitel plays a character called The Wolf, and whenever something blows up, <laughs> and everyone, all the gangsters are worried what's going to happen, they call The Wolf. Yeah. He shows up, and he just tells everybody what, what to, to do, do, and they get out of they get out of crisis are you the wolf i could be the wolf okay that could be my calling okay well you need to watch the whole thing i should watch it yeah it's one of the best movies ever yeah we caught a little glimpse of it rick and i were watching tv the other night and i'm like you know i've never seen the whole thing you have to watch from start to finish yeah and you still get confused right okay it's great watch it wendy you'll love me (laughs) i will watch that (laughs) i forgot i forgot to mention you said rick wendy is a family woman yes (laughs) she has three beautiful kids and a Husband and lovely husband Rick. Tell us about the family. How old are they? What do they do? So Rick and I were high school sweethearts, and we've been married. We just celebrated our 30th wedding wow. anniversary. So I was 19, and he was 22, and somehow oh we're still oh, wow. together. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, That's he's he's amazing. I totally love him. And then we have three kids. Um, Madison is at River Falls, and she works downtown Stillwater at the Madcapper, and then at the Lumberjack. And then Jordan Claire is our middle, and she is at Mankato, and she is getting her teaching license, and she's going to be an art teacher. And then Harrison, our youngest, is at University, well, actually Oklahoma State, not Oklahoma. Are we out of time? No, we got a lot. And he, sorry, and he's getting his philosophy degree, and then he plans to go into ministry. 
Really? So he'll want oh, he wow. wants to go to Is seminary Rick after. Yep, Rick has his. Um, well, he's got his masters of theology. Yep. Wow. wow. So no real estate gurus yet. Well, that's funny that you say that because Maddie is taking her license and so is Harry they would like to help me this summer and help with buyers and opens and see if they like it speaking of the summer what do you predict is going to happen the next three to six months with inventory and interest rates oh you guys I don't we're we're just asking for a friend yeah (laughs) (laughs) so you probably you know way more than I do about the interest rates so tell us about that I'm sure sure you do (laughs) so what are you seeing and what's going to happen well interest rates are going up they have to yes yeah it's uh, it's forecast the mortgage bankers association the forecast that rates should hit 4% by the fourth quarter are the feds meeting today or tomorrow to discuss this as well okay yeah and and they're the forecast is that prime rate will go up at least three times this year okay we're at three and a quarter right now okay each recommend is that each incremental increase is at least a quarter point so that puts us at four percent for the prime rate which is obviously very different than long-term so what's a mortgage if prime is at four what's a long-term mortgage rate at for well, the, good credit, best case scenario. That's a good question, and, and they don't go hand in hand. They're not you know lockstep. One dictates the other. Um, however, if the prime goes up, then you can bet mortgage rates are probably going to go up yeah. as well. It's but well, and that's a great question for you. How does that affect your buying power? It's a great question. Yeah, because like every what if it's at three percent? Wendy on week. What <laughs> is your like? What does every ten thousand dollars cost you at a two point seven five or three percent versus a four or five? I wish instead of getting my hair cut, you should have prepared. Been, well, no, because yeah. I have. I actually did a document that that illustrates exactly that. And it's it's uh, in my desk, but I I'm just going off memory. Okay, but, um, we're not going to hold you to yeah, it. Yeah, so we we illustrated this. We call it the cost of waiting for a lot of of our clients and uh, this particular client wanted to know if I buy if I take a $300,000 loan out now here at um, I think when I put it together it was like three and an eighth and yeah versus a uh, four and a quarter which they're predicted to be in 2023 what's it going to cost me and, and the difference in that $300,000 mortgage it it's significant it's not a deal breaker I don't think but it was about $250 a month in, yeah. in interest, which is, a like I said, that's a significant amount. It is, except for when you think about it. So when I bought my first house in 1991. Yes, when I was a uh, senior. At- yeah, and I was just <laughs> married, and we bought it on the east side of St. Paul, and we paid $55,000. Wow, wow. Rates were, yeah. we got an arm. Of course. Which we didn't even know what was happening. We yeah. found it in the paper. We circled the houses, <laughs> and then we went and looked at them. Didn't have any idea even what a real estate agent did at that point. And 55000 and then we were at an arm, and I think we were just so thrilled to be at 9%. Oh, yeah. Like, thrilled. And then I remember in the early 2000s when they got down to 6 you know, everybody refinanced. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's just, I remember the mortgage guy told me, actually, he's still in mortgage. Oh, That's geez. funny. Anything it's in the, not me, is it? No. <laughs> anything in the, single, in the single digits, you should be elated. So I just think we've just been lulled into a, oh, yeah, a false right. sense of reality, For and sure. it's just not, we can't sustain yeah. it. Well, when I got in the business back in the, in the mid-90s, back when Brad was learning how to walk and, and skate, <laughs> Our best product was eight and a half. We sold eight and a half percent with four points. Yeah, that's bananas, isn't Isn't it? that ridiculous? That's like, <laughs> I mean, now that's that we'd probably go to jail selling that. But that's that's just what financing costs. So, I mean, it'll just, it'll slowly get back to where 4%, 6% is just, it is what it is. Now, do you think that people will try to assume 
the lower mortgages, or is that not an option? Not an option. That's really, they're not assumable, but there's no prepay penalty, but you couldn't assume them? Yeah, government loans you can. But yeah, you, so you, like you a, can assume like a, a VA. VA. Yeah, you can. It's pretty yeah. difficult. Oh, is it? Yeah, and sometimes they're a portfolio. That's that's the topic for another very in-depth, yeah. granular uh-huh. mortgage, really for our mortgage geeks listeners out there. We can they don't care do as much? Okay. I think what happens, you'll see arms come back. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Instead of... Uh, the price of the home's going up 20%, it might be 5%. Yeah. Year, right? So I think it'll slow It'll slow it down. I just think that until we correct the inventory, we're still going to be crazy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, supply and, supply and demand. And I was talking to somebody else, and actually my I have a business coach, and she was saying that the silent generation, so that's everybody the like best. over 60, mm-hmm. they're aging in place. So people that are retired and in their 70s, they're not going anywhere. They're bringing services in. So where homes would turn over, where people would go into a retirement community, isn't necessarily happening at the rate it did. And then when the crisis happened in 08, a lot of those builders never recovered. And we just didn't keep up with the building. So there just simply isn't enough supply for the demand. And so I don't see things really changing i think things will slow down and maybe it'll balance out a little more well and this is something where the government can't step in and, and sort of rattle the cage of the market where they can with interest rates they can come in and buy mar- uh, mortgage-backed securities and things to lower the sort of artificially lower rates and get more people out there how do you as a government or whatever uh, how do you get people to want to sell their house i mean well, you, yeah, you, I mean, you, well, where are they going? Exactly, so I have yeah. probably 10 clients right now that I, they're waiting to find something. Wow. So it's like, you know, that's just a tough spot to be in because they're, they're happy where they are. Mm-hmm. I could right. sell their house in a heartbeat, but mm-hmm. where are they going? And for me, I always, that's my first question because I am going to be in business in 20 years. So if it's not, now's the, not the right time for them. Mm-hmm. We'll just do it when it's the right time. Well, that's important too. It's nice to know that Wendy's yeah. not one of the, I mean. Some realtors are, it's part of the business. That doesn't mean they're bad people, but they're more transactional. Yeah, and I'm not. Yeah. No, I've done transactions like five and six and seven and eight times. Yeah. And I'm doing their children and, you know, their mothers and their fathers. So that's a huge part of my business is relationships. You're you're not scared to tell someone, you know what, maybe you should wait. Yep. I don't think now's the right time, you know, or... The market's great. It's I can't. Nobody has a crystal ball. So if you want to know what the market will bear right now, then this is what we have to do. But if you're not ready, you know it's not the right time. Yeah, sage advice is important. That's valuable too. It is you valuable. Know, you know, you go to you go to Zillow. Zillow's not going to tell you. You know what? Probably wait. <laughs> yeah. Some of our millions of listeners want to get a hold of you. Oh, yes. millions. I'm so excited. <laughs> Wendy at wendygimple.com. It's G-I-M-P as in Paul E-L. And then my phone number is 651-214-7796. You can find me anywhere. And I think a big part of how I was so successful is I think it's really important to answer your phone. Yes. I try really hard to do that. And yeah. it never ceases to amaze me how many agents are like, oh, my word, I cannot believe you answered your phone. It's like, well... I, that's what we do. We're professionals and I don't want to have to call you back. So I'd rather just get it over with. Let's get this yeah, over with. Yeah, let's just get it over <laughs> let's with. Get this over you know, I think, yeah. we, I think we found Wendy's new tagline for the business card. <laughs> Wendy just, Gimple, let's, let's get, get this over with. <laughs> no, but I, but I want to call, I want you to call me when we're ready to do it again. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Well, that, but that really, you know what, that's what people want to do. They just want, people want to move, but they want to get it over with. So you know what, let's get it over with. Yeah. We're on to it. Right. Well, okay. let's let's do it in a really fun, yes. professional, 
timely manner. Let's yeah. get, how about this? Let's get this over with, and you'll love me. When it's done. <laughs> there you go. That could be the billboard. Awesome. This is a brain. <laughs> well thanks for coming today wendy we really yeah, it was super fun it. you guys are always the best and uh, if yeah if anybody needs some amazing mortgage guys these guys are always on top of it and they anytime you see specifically one of these two names on a pre-approval letter but bell for sure i always i don't worry you know when you get a rocket mortgage or you get the ibank of california yeah, i get yeah. a little worried worried yep no. Well, we, we aim to please, and uh, we never miss a closing. That's our, that's our, let's get this over with. That. Yeah, <laughs> let's get to closing. Yeah. Yeah. Give Wendy a call. You won't be disappointed. You won't be disappointed. You'll have, yeah, you'll have a great experience. All right, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Wendy.